All right, chill listeners, uh, Jack here, just with a little prefix to the episode. Basically, this was one of our earlier ones before we got our act together with a Twitter account and whatnot. So just to say, if you like the episode or the pod in general, just give us a follow at Tales for Wales. That's the number four, not the word. You can praise our niche little pod, give us suggestions and whatnot, or you can just jump on there and give us a complex through targeted personal abuse. It's up to you, really. Either way, enjoy the happy in nudes. So I thought we were doing this mainly for a laugh, like just for me and you, if no one else. Um, True. Because we're nerds, we like history, we like drinking, so it's a good way of doing a bit of, like, we're copying drunk history, but Welsh. Um, and because we specifically love Wales, especially stories where Wales looks cool and brave and sexy, and not portrayed as, like, sheep-shagging, valley commando, Uncle Brin-loving, nation of, oh, what's occurred in, all that kind of bollocks. <laughs> So it's, it's more interesting to think back when we were... As sexy as that is, that was sexy back in like the noughties. This is the new sexy. <laughs> this is the new sexy baby. Mm. <laughs> we're bringing sexy back, but by yeah. that, I mean really far back. Um, <laughs> way, way back. <laughs> way, way back, baby. Uh, and so, yeah, each week our plan would be to run through a famous battle in Welsh history or a famous Welsh man or woman and break it down. Um, into different kind of categories and segments and all things interesting. So I thought we'd be looking at people like Llewellyn in Llywolaf, Llywelyn Maud, Queen Budicea, both of famous history battles in history, I should say. I like that you included the, uh, and women as well, you know, we're, 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 yeah. oh, we're talking about medieval church. and, uh, you know, medieval and before medieval, but we're not medievally principled, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Very true. Um, but today's one we're going to do, first ever, is the biggie, or Battle of Bringlass, which is the Battle of Bringlass, um, which is one of our England doers' big battles. And I've done a also little known as the. Oh, sorry, mate. Oh, uh, over already fucked it up on the. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're talking there. Um, also known as the Battle of Pilleth, Pilleth, or Pilleth, as the yeah. English call it. Those bastards. Of course, they'd call there it. There Bastardising it already. Bastardising it already. I hate it. They say, oh, uh, bring glass means green or blue. It doesn't mean green or blue. It's blue. Glass is blue. But they always say glass could be green. Like they said it on QI once. And God, I've never forgiven him. I I read actually. It's uh, because it's um, derived from a Latin word that used to mean the colour of the sky or the grass. Now, I'm, I don't speak Latin, but that seems like you can't really be very specific if your colours mean two yeah. different things. It's, it's like when they say, uh, I was going to say Ethiopians, <laughs> but Eskimos have like 30 words for snow. It's like, it's bollocks, mate. It's why. Just call it fucking snow. snow. Everyone knows what it means. Chill out. Yeah. Well, this It'd be like do. going, oh, the white, white snow, but white mm. actually means like black as well. Yeah, you know? Black, white snow. Bollocks, you stupid Latin. That's why you're fucking <laughs> dead. Um, <laughs> Oh, so we're going to start with the Battle of Bringlass, uh, and I put in a little bit of a background. And what we're going to do is, one week one of us will read out our background intro, what happens, and another week the other person will. And then once we've gone and gone through the detail, we'll flesh out some of the the gory parts, the interesting parts, the meat of it, um, discuss it in people, um, have our own view on it, and just kind of you know, an educational but fun as well. So we're learning, but we're having fun. 
and uh, we're going to go through. See, see, uh, see how we find it. It's yeah. never been done before. It's Fun, never been done before. Education. <laughs> it's you know we're, we're breaking ground. I love it. L- Lord Ruth for the BBC. It was educational, entertaining, and something else. We had three things, and <laughs> we're two of those. So <laughs> yeah, so that's not bad. In two out of three. <laughs> yeah, two out, of two, two out of two. Um, they made so a song I, about it. Must be true. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, so I'll start with just a little background. So the Battle of Bringbass was Owen the War of Independence was a major battle in one of his wars. I'll start that again, shall I? Oh. <laughs> uh, the Battle of Bringbass was Owen Glyndur's major battle in the War of Independence. And his War of Independence occurred against a backdrop of instability in the English monarchy. So Owen himself already served in the English army. He'd been fighting in Scotland and elsewhere before coming back to his lands in Wales. And uh, according to himself, because apparently he paid a poet to write poems about him where shock horror, he came out of it quite well. But whilst he was back in Wales, he was doing a good job of it and people really enjoyed him. That's Um, great. Yeah. (laughs) Great PR. (laughs) Absolutely fabulous. You're a poet, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can like what your your category I, is, me. And uh, I wish more people did that these days. Never mind these social media campaigns. Get a poet in, just write a bit of poetry <laughs> yeah. about me. I was going to read out one of the poems, but it's dog shit, and it's in quite <laughs> old Welsh, so it's really hard to understand. Bit dated, bit it's dated. dated. <laughs> yeah, there was no uh, no. Like, we wouldn't takes. get the pop culture references of the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, they do reference uh, his wife's garden, which I wasn't sure was a euphemism, but oh. apparently she's got a beautiful garden, <laughs> lovely bush. Oh, England, dude, the original OG. He's he's <laughs> yeah. definitely referencing his missus's garden. Yeah. <laughs> she got a fan bush. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he, so apparently he was well-liked in the area. Um, and then the King of England, King Richard II, had become alienated from many of the big boppers in England. Um, and had been overthrown by Henry Bolingbroke. <laughs> Bolingbroke, what a name. Um, who was the Duke of Lancaster, who became Henry IV of England. Um, in Wales and the Welsh Marshes, there were still many supporters of the deposed Richard, who died in captivity, which is such a funny word to say. <laughs> Dead in ca- That's what he was died in captivity in the 1400s. <laughs> Um, in that year, Reginald Grey, 3rd Baron Grey of Dyrrhethin, a supporter of the new king, had unlawfully taken Gindur's land and falsely caused charges of treason to be brought against him. Can Which we I... call him Reg from now on, please? Yeah, Reggie, baby. Reg, <laughs> you, big you remember, Reg. Um, in... Did you ever used to watch the bill? And it's Reggie, baby? There was the... No, <laughs> I can't <laughs> say I did. I, yeah. God, I missed it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one for the, for the diehards. Um... <laughs> Yeah, he tried to take Owen Glyndor's land and he falsely accused him of treason. And that's why I call quite the counter now, because Glyndor then said, oh, for fuck you, actually, I'm the true Prince of Wales. So from having his land stolen, go watch you. I had this land, I want all of it, you fucking prick. That's a hell of a retort, isn't it? You know? <laughs> yeah, it's a good uh, counter. I think this, this is mine. No, it's not. Yeah, well, actually, you're a treasonous. Yeah, well, I'm a fucking prince, so <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so from there, that's where his rebellion started. Um, yeah. And... In the early 1400s, he started getting quite a bit of success, and so King Henry led a punitive expedition into North Wales, and that appeared to have quashed the rebellion. However, crafty old remained at large, and his, uh, due to anti-Welsh legislation by Parliament, that ensured that uh, a few Welshmen had reason to support English rule. Could be a lot to oh, say, I had a, say, you know what I mean? I had a, like, a little tidbit of information about these like anti-Welsh legislation. Oh, yeah. So it's your usual stuff, you know, just yeah, like treating class ses- second-class citizens, blah, yeah. blah, blah. There was one that really struck a chord with me, and I think will struck a co- strike a chord with you as well. Yeah. 
they limited how much beer and mead Welsh people could brew. Now, that's something that would make me bear arms, <laughs> quite honestly. I mean, I completely get it, because we're doing this now, boozing, and it's we've said this many times, it's not the reason we're friends, but it's the reason we continue but I mean, to be friends. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's not, wait, it's not wait, everything, but it's, no, but it's, it's a big also, I will fucking die on this cross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah. Well, that's that's classic England, just being a bore to us, let us have a laugh. I um, know, if you're going to subjugate us, at least let's do it pissed. Wouldn't you want us to be pissed, because then we're a bit more, like, docile? Well, I suppose you yeah. get you know, side Maybe that's the, and all that. That was the fault all along there. If they'd have just mm. let us have our mead and our beer, we'd have been fine. OG wouldn't have been able to do anything. Well, they did that in some wars, didn't they? They used to water down the beer um, in before battle and stuff, so men can get too pissed, which, you know, it's like drinking a cause light, but old oh, we'd be We'd be so fucked in medieval yeah. times for bath. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, so we, we wouldn't turn up at first, but then, <laughs> you know, we're like some some sort of, I don't know, commander or second in command, we'd be turning up on the day, eyes like piss holes in snow, and like, like pissed up seaside donkey. They'd be like, you had too many last night, didn't you? You're barely <laughs> old, a halberd, you know. <laughs> Spewing in one of those little visors they wear. <laughs> <laughs> Taking off our helmets. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the most of my fights have always been when I've been smashed, so I completely get it now, actually, because if 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 I sober, not not a big fan of the old fighting. Drunk, love it. So that's probably a good reason why the English stopped us. Um, anyway, yeah, that's a good point actually. Um, on April the first, fourteen oh one, which coincidentally was Good Friday. I don't know if it coincided or it just he was mega religious. But uh, two brothers from Anglesey, Lisa did, Aguilum did, seized Conway Castle. They describe it as like they seized it by trickery. I saw that, yeah. It was, it was a good Friday baby. for them, wasn't it? Very <laughs> oh, good very Friday. Good, very good. <laughs> but at the same time, Glyndwr himself won a victory over an English army and Flemish settlers in Pembrokeshire at Manith Hithgen in mid-Wales. These two events reinvigorated the rebellion and Henry led another punitive expedition into mid-Wales but achieved nothing and his army suffered severely from bad weather. <laughs> Shock horror. <laughs> so I love that uh, it must have been so bad that it, it quashed the expedition. Like they say, oh, it's bad weather. It sounds a bit shit, doesn't it, when, you, when you're reading it out? But it must have been so bad that they went, oh, we're just quashed by bad weather. <laughs> Cheers, Wales. We've been quashed. We've been quashed. When, when you read, like, doing research, all this stuff, the word quashed comes up a hell of a lot. I love it. It's a word. They love it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds they absolutely so absolutely love the word quashed. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, in early 1402, it's been two years since this rebellion kind of got back on track. Um, Glyndwr's men ambushed and captured Grey of Rathin, who had indirectly caused the rebellion, um, which is a funny word to use. I've, oh, I've accidentally caused the rebellion. Like, again, what am I like? What am I like? Oh, gee, bugger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and they held him for ransom. Then in June, Glyndwr himself was near Knighton, about 12 miles from Leominster, Leominster. Uh, which was an English uh, garrison, like an important one, and a market town. Um, King Henry had appointed Henry Percy, which is a hilarious name, widely known as Hotspur, uh, at his principal I did like that. That's a pretty sick nickname for someone in the Middle Ages, Hotspur. Yeah, well, there's Tottenham Hotspur now, who football team in London. Um, Jack's not a big fan of football. Straight over my head, (laughs) yeah. yeah. But they're they're renowned for, like, fucking things up and being a bit of a, like, they don't achieve what they could. So it's a... 
the spear well, of hot spear lives <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, maybe that's what they're called it because they're fucking pathetic. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so old Percy boy, uh, aka hot spear, he was a principal lieutenant in North Wales, and his uncle was the Earl of Worcestershire, and they both had he held a similar appointment in the south. So these two fellas here were quite big. They were kind of like the wardens of the north and wardens of the south. Um, and they made the, the crisp flavour, yeah? Yeah, that's the place. <laughs> just so cool, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, just yeah, wanted yeah. to clear that up. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, the force which confronted Glyndewin in Knighton was a county levy of Herefordshire under Sir Edmund Mortimer. And Sir Mortimer was the, young, the uncle of the young Edmund de Mortimer, fifth Earl of the Marsh, and either of them had a better hereditary claim uh, to be King of England than Henry. Um, Has there ever been a more though. English name than that? Which Edmund one? Mortimer. <laughs> yeah, they've had a little French D, the D. Oh yeah, Edmund. De Mortimer. <laughs> De yeah. Mortimer, uh, I used to say. Uh, but the, yeah, so Charles Richard II had declared Sir Edmund's brother uh, and the young Edmund's father, Roger Mortimer, fourth Earl of Marsh, um, to be heir apparent to the crown. Um, but apparently Roger died or something else before that. But either way, as much as he had a uh, stronger claim to the throne than Henry, he didn't seem to mind too much that he wasn't king, and uh, he'd so far loyally supported the new king. But even if he wasn't lo- uh, loyal, he was a giant land baron, and uh, a lot of his land in Wales uh, was on the border. So it was always going to be attacked by Glyndwr's rebellion. That's right. Is a lot of his sort of settlements and towns and stuff got raided like fuck, didn't they? Because just easy pickings for yeah. Mr. So I think himself. he wasn't too bothered about trying to get like to become king because he's getting fucking shafted at home. So yeah, it, it says something like if he wasn't loyal, even if he didn't really care too much about him, he had too much going on to focus. Um, yeah, if he's very he much was, bearing the brunt of this rebellion on the on the English side of things. Yeah, and he was already being infected by Glyndwr with his gang of merry men. So um, if he was not to act. He would probably risk losing lots more land, and should the rebellion keep marching towards, he'd probably be wiped out. So that's kind of what led him to go meet uh, Glyndwr head on. So the battle itself was fought on the 22nd of June, 1402, near Knighton Prestatin. No, Prestine. Oh, fuck. I fucked it. I'm never going to be on the Powys. I know that. That's all I know to do. Yeah, I'm from Prestine. It's, it's garbage there. And Great for a scrap, apparently. <laughs> well, it is. It's just loads of beautiful fields. So if you want a scrap, a field's a great place for it. Um, so the the extent of the next part of research I've done is from Wikipedias, and oh, it's yeah. looking that's at... been a main a main source of mine. <laughs> yeah, um, one of the big things I looked at was uh, sorry. One of the things that I noticed on there was the armies. Usually, Glyndwr's armies are outnumbered quite a lot. This year, they were, mm. they were only outnumbered by around five hundred. It said I've seen such a varying numbers because I looked at Wikipedia, obviously my main source. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Uh, I looked at a couple of like. Um, websites that were made by just like virgin enthusiasts and things yeah, like that yeah <laughs> and so uh, i mean fair play to them they, they helped me out but also virgins what are you doing and um <laughs> so i looked up and it was like uh apparently edmund mortimer's force could yeah. be anywhere between two thousand to four thousand men i'm thinking well, that's quite a differential <laughs> isn't it? that's that double yeah. that's quite a lot and then um they said about uh Glyndur's men and they said it could be between 750 and 1500. And I said, so if you're at the opposite end of the spectrum for both, 750 v 4000, that's monumental. Yeah. So, you know, so let's get a bit, I know it's hard to get these, the, the sources <laughs> yeah, and things for these, but. Too vague, though, isn't it? Just don't that's disagree. Too but I also, I, I can't imagine 2000 people. Like, in my mind, I can count to 10 
or it's a million over that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just so... I can't yeah. really grasp how many that is. But also back then, there probably weren't that many people in the UK. So those no, numbers... mental. Been, yeah, those numbers would have been probably... 2,000 might not seem loads, but for a battle, relatively. The only um, the only solid bit of sort of evidence, if you like, that I got was from something called the Wigmore Chronicles, which sounds like some really <laughs> shit, shit fan fiction <laughs> or something. Um, and this is the only solid bit of information they could give. Like, it had this big paragraph, and it was like, this is unsubstantiated, that's unsubstantiated. <laughs> One thing we can tell you, and this is a quote, not a direct quote. The battle took place on a hill. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That is it. And it's like, well, I could have told you that it's the battle of Bryn Glass, yeah. the, the Blue Hill. Imagine all of this <laughs> turns out it was just like a pub brawl. <laughs> the whole England dude had never even come to Pillar. But yeah. Oh, he... Fucking Owen's had his fucking poet yeah. <laughs> fucking sorting this out for him. He was like, the poet was drunk and he had to quickly write something. Oh, you yeah, remember that massive fight you had on the pub? Like, oh, smash them in. Who was it? Oh, Ed, Edmund Mortimer was his name. Yeah, yeah. His son's also called that, but don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, what's his son called? Uh, Edmund Mortimer as well. Yeah. I don't know. yeah, it's just too many similar names. Like, get a better range. I know, like, now everyone's called Davis or Jones in Wales, but fucking I'll have a word with yourself, history. Um, so I've, I've noted down some of the big parts of the battle. Um, so like you said, the battle itself was based on a hill, or Bryn in Welsh, um, just, mm-hmm. on, just inside Wales. And they reckon that Glyndwr actually had informants across the border who were getting, who were being a bit chatty Cathy and giving away Mortimer's army size and maybe some of his plans. So Glyndwr had a bit more of a, a insight into what was coming his way. And they also he's a tactical that, mind, old Glindu. Oh, he's a fucking gossip. He loved a bit of ghost, didn't he? He's, he's a chatty Cathy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He just walked. Oh, you seen any soldiers on the other end? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> leaning on people's doorways. <laughs> seen any English round here? Oh, how many? Mm. Oh, nice. Oh, no, cool. Yeah, I won't say a word. You tell me, tap tap. Ah, Edmund Mortimer and his son Edmund Mortimer. Is it? Oh, okay, <laughs> valuable. Thank you. Um, how many men are coming? Oh, between about 750 and 1500. Uh, oh, wait, that's my numbers. Oh, that about 2,000, Thanks. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Um, but apparently, along the way, Glyndwr also rallied locals um, who could also move much faster across the terrain because they knew it well, which made him far stronger than Fikki Mortimer had realised. Um, the Welsh scurrying about in the, with their one yeah. sock on one foot, you know. <laughs> yeah. Nimble boys. <laughs> um, Glyndur was always quite risky in his tactics, but he divided his army, which is always the biggest risk. Um, so he put part of his army, including many archers, armed with the infamous longbow. They were placed on the slopes of the hill, and the remainder were concealed in a valley to the left of the hill, camouflaged by thick foliage. <laughs> Love that word. They're just they're just hiding in a bush, and it's great. Hiding in a bush, you fucking nerd. Yeah. Um, I love that it's like you know dividing the forces, and it's like it's always mm. dangerous. But from the numbers we have, that was either three hundred and twenty-five archers, three hundred and twenty-five skirmishers in the bush, yeah. or seven hundred and fifty <laughs> each way. You know, yeah. it's, it's so yeah. it's such a massive <laughs> differential. I can't get over it. If you if there was only say like five hundred on the hill. And they had two thousand men coming towards five hundred. I would fucking shit myself. I'd be, I'd be, even though you, you know your boys are hiding in the bush. I'd be thinking they could fuck off now. They could see this isn't going to happen. I just the balls on them to stay their ground. 
Oh, my arrows would be loosened very shakily from that. <laughs> oh. I wouldn't be able to hit the yeah. fucking wide side of a barn door. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I said, the remainder were concealed in the valley to the left of the hill, camouflaged by thick foliage. Um, Mortimer's army formed up and advanced along the slope. The Welsh archers clearly in view, so they thought, all right, we're going to go straight for them. And uh, Glyndwr's archer outraged Mortimer's, who also had longbows, which are fucking devastating. But uh, Glyndwr's archers started wiping out their men pretty well because they had a good distance before uh, Mortimer's army could fight back. And then just as more um, sorry mate before yeah. to interrupt a little tidbit again I know I, I love my tidbits yeah he uh, tidbit. I on that little uh, documentary I watched oh. on this they did uh, the little poxy old dad and the son they yeah. joined like a Welsh uh, longbow archery team just to clarify to see how many do you want to explain what that <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> sorry I'm on about Battlefield Britain it's an episode yeah. of Battlefield Britain it was aired on BBC4 Daddy and son. Daddy and sonny. I don't know what their names are. Um, but they did the Battle for Wales and they focused on this one. And so they, they hung out with a bunch of archers, this archery club down in South Wales. And they they were sort of measuring how fast a half-decent archer could fire an arrow. And they said in a minute, on average, you could fire between 8 and 12 That's arrows. That's quite a lot. Which can pierce plate armor and stuff that's a sh- so to think it's a, say it was 1500 was the the top end now of yeah the army so we 750 firing between 8 and 12 every minute that's fucking low that's just gonna you're gonna be peppered aren't yeah you? it's just you're not gonna be able that to like video avoid that. on instagram of that arrow going that guy's blessed but dude we sound like psychos we sound like essentially <laughs> <laughs> that video of yeah. that guy firing an arrow at like a uh, an armor plated like it wasn't like a it was like a, a, a straw man who had an armor plate on him, and it showed you like the the arrow go through the metal and pierce the the, the breastplate of the armor. And I just thought, fuck, like you think bow and arrows can't be that like powerful? They're nuts. They they are yeah, sticking a string. Yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah, I don't understand how they are that good though, because they were they were absolutely bad. And even if they didn't kill you straight away, they they'd stick their arrows in the mud. So when they fire the arrows at you, you'd be you die from infection because people, especially in Wales, they used to purposely put their arrows in like horse shit and like animal shit. So when they fire at you, you just die from like a disease uh, after the well, battlefield. In, in that documentary, the guy was saying that if you needed a shit and it was like, like you've you missed your chance, you know, before the battle, yeah, you need a shit. They just drop the kex and shit like on where their arrows were. Yeah. So you'd have the little, you know, you have horse shit, you'd have cow shit, you'd have human shit. <laughs> just add insult to industry as well. <laughs> I just think I I don't think I considered how fucking terrifying it would be to see like a volley of arrows coming down at you. But they um yeah, as they got closer, so Mortimer's men, men at arms, they got close enough to the archers. Um, that's when Glyndwr's troops, who were concealed in the valley, emerged and attacked the right flank and rear. Which I think is so fucking the pincer, the pincer. It's such a fucking cool Love move, it. isn't it? It's textbook in the textbook. Yeah, it's textbook. <laughs> but I'd always be expecting it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be at war. But if well, I so, went to yeah. war, I'd always I thought thinking, this. I was thinking, oh, nice one, Glindrew. Yeah, hide your auxiliary yeah. troops on the side. Yeah, I know that one, mate. But that's because <laughs> I live in the twenty first century. Yeah. And I've seen like every we medieval battle war. film that there is. I would. I'd be. Yeah, I'd be playing Total yeah. War. Like this is. They, this is bog standard stuff <laughs> yeah. but back then he, he was yeah. you know this is, he was an innovator they go separate yeah. your forces hide them yeah. in bushes no what are you doing but that's the other thing as well like when you I always picture now like Wales with fields but this is fields that have been farmed so it's open fields the amount of like trees and everything else that would be around here at the time 
most of this country would have been covered in like foliage, as they call it. But uh, the line of sight would have been massively different to what we see now. But mm. yeah, so as they got closer, they got swarmed from the right. And as this was happening, some of the archers in Mortem's army did the old switcheroo and defected and fired a barrage of arrows into the back of their former colleagues, which is fucking brutal. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And again, these it's, are the it's difficult to uh, It's difficult to sort of think what it is, isn't it? Because like on that documentary I was watching... It's it's still not known to this day. Were these guys like planted, um, you know, double agent sort of thing, or were they just thinking, "Oh, I'm like an eighth Welsh. Maybe I can yeah. convince Kendu <laughs> I was on his side the whole time." I yeah, I'll just try. And, like, we're obviously in a, a bit of a jam here. <laughs> yeah, if I if I stab my brethren in the back, will you let well, me, <laughs> please? We'll come on to this in a bit, but Kendu is pretty happy to forgive and forget. He's got he's got a lot of that in him. But I'll read that in true. a second. Um, also, do you know you're all about those guys who fire, who who do archery now? They got a mm. very similar vibe to marshals at paintball. You know the, the, the oh the, yeah, I'm a marshal. I'm a marshal. <laughs> Put your visor down. Yeah. Do not do not. If I see your visor up, I will shackle you to the floor for your safety. If you fire an arrow. If you fire an arrow while I'm on the field, I will throw him back. I will throw him back. And I am not and I will tackle you to the floor for your own safety. You think chill out, you marshal. <laughs> I hate marshals. Yeah, they're corrupt with power, aren't they? Yeah, they're little fucking losers who got bullied and now they got a fucking they are one step away from gonna clash the golf and gonna fucking blaze up the old school. They're the fucking Reginald de Grays of the world, they are. <laughs> They'd have you done for treason on the fucking <laughs> pitch, wouldn't they? Yeah. Wrongfully. Um, yeah, like you said, they weren't sure they switched sides due to realizing Glendu was going to win, um, so switch allegiance, or they had it was a planned affection, or they were like, "Hey, you know what? I am, I'm a Welsh boy through and through now." But anyway, they said how, the rest how many of, of the English put on a couple of accents, <laughs> like I just <laughs> loved it to... on the other day. I love it. Yeah, I don't love the Welsh, <laughs> don't I? Well, do, do you think you have another sullen chips? I fucking love this sullen chips. Can't get it in England. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. what's our favourite pasty? Uh, kill him! <laughs> um, yeah, so this then led to the rest of Mortimer's army getting flustered. I say flustered. It's a bit more than flustered. You're getting shot from the front of the back and you're getting stabbed. Uh, and they pretty much then got like decimated. And, and I want flustered, yeah. faced with your own very real mortality as people <laughs> yeah. are coming to fucking slit your throat yeah. and they're flustered. Flapping yeah. oh, a bit. I got a bit. There. Um, <laughs> Well, I just imagine how fucking terrifying that would be, though. Like, you're walking up a hill, which alone <laughs> makes me out of breath. But, like, you've oh, got man. all your gear on. And as you're getting up there, you're getting pelted with, like you said, 8 to 12 hours a minute from 300 to a whole bunch of feathers frying down you. And then you're exhausted. You just had, like, metal piercing arrows batter the men in front of you. And then just as you're about to go in for the attack, you notice behind you, you hear, oh, God, you bastard! And they're getting battered yeah. behind you. You're my mate and you're shooting me. Because I bet you yeah, know some of the fellas who shot him in the back. Look to your left and there's <laughs> your, your so-called mate cocking their arrows. And you go, oh, mate, come, <laughs> come on. on. <laughs> Please, no. Yeah. Don't do this to me. Yeah. Um... So then, after the battle, it was claimed by some gobshites that whilst Mortimer's men lay strewn across the battlefield, many of the English corpses were mutilated by Welsh women who had travelled with their fellas. There's two things there. I love the loyalty. Like, your, your man's going to have a scrap. It's like, ah, oh, I'm not going to fucking leave him. I'll come down with you, boy. I fucking yeah. love you. Whenever you go, I go. 
<laughs> babe. Babe, I fucking love you. You know I do. Oh, I know you do. Love yeah. I can't have you coming. You embarrass me in front of the boys. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm coming with you. I fucking love you. <laughs> you know the battlefields of the boys. <laughs> yeah. um, but then they also, they, they like, apparently they mutilate the bodies as a form of revenge for the punitive expeditions by Henry IV in the previous years. Um, yeah, it- it was very, yeah. uh, like, sort of brave art, you know, and he's like, uh, for a hundred years of theft yeah. rape and murder. murder. It was a bit like that. <laughs> yeah. But they said they apparently lopped the old, um, the English's todgers off and popped them in oh, their yeah. gobs. Oh. And then it was like oh, the ultimate, in the, like... In the dead gobs. The dead <laughs> gobs, yeah, not their own gobs, no. Look at me, I'm, I'm fucking psycho, you English fuck. <laughs> yeah, <you're> English. <laughs> look at me. Goblin I don't mind putting a fucking dick. lopped off cock in my mouth. Don't don't mess with me. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? More respect if they did that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, they, sorry, they put, yeah, to clarify, they chop off the dead English's cocks, put them in the dead person's mouth. And then oh. there was no, you know, official burial or whatever. Yeah. There's also also apparently a theory that it was a bit of propaganda on the English's yeah. part to make the Welsh yeah. look more like sort of savage and whatever. I don't know which. Is, I think I prefer that the women were like, and me. you know, yeah, the, the men will kill you, but the women will fucking like desecrate your corpse. <laughs> you know, that, that's scary, man. Well, you're not even thing. safe when yeah. you're dead. But apparently they did it because, like you said, oh, they've they've been these punitive rules placed upon them. But so yeah, like you said it's ha- you don't really know which one's true. Uh, Philip Warner, who's a real clever clog about history, he suggested it was a story perpetuated by English Parliament to portray the Welsh as savages. Savages. Yeah. He said like the the English dead lay unburied, and the stench caused the area to be avoided for months because like you said, so they're not sure if they're absolutely decapitated or uh, mutilated, but they were definitely not buried. So the whole area was just stinking rotten. So I had a, um, I read something as well. I read that that they just left them sort of to, to rot, which is like the ultimate sort of disrespect. Yeah. But then there was um another thing I read that there's a rumor that they eventually did bury them in a mass grave on the Bryn Glass Hill, and there's three Wellington trees they planted there to mark the the English again these ridiculous like disparage disparaging between numbers. It, they said there was between 200 and 1,100 Englishmen killed. <laughs> Again, huge, huge margins here. You were just shit at counting back then? I know, one, two, uh, yeah. 200. It's, it's like me, know. over 10 is 1,000 or a million. I know, it's gets, I mean, they didn't have calculators by then, did they? Yeah. Tough. <laughs> yeah. the, I've got a really good image, which is in the helpful podcast form, um, of the battle itself, which helped me see it a bit better. Um and it kind of it was donated by someone who. Well, let's have a little look. It was on one of those classic Virgin websites where they're really good at like uh, telling history that's better than Wikipedia, but um, mm. it looks really old school. It's got like these old um, uh, shields. What are those shields called when like you, your family crest on them? Oh, the crest, yeah. Yeah, those stuff. Um, and it looks, it's all written in ye olde English, but it was <laughs> drawn in 2001. So I thought, oh, this is amazing. This is like a map from the time. But no, it's just some <laughs> guy's drawn it himself. And maybe just some enthusiast, yeah. yeah. But he's drawn the, people, the, the big people who died in it. So apparently, like, oh, so I, yeah, I, lo- I looked at these. Is uh, they, they got? Um, I mean, they they were known to me when I read them. But no. when you read up on them, this it's quite impressive, isn't it? That they got yeah, there's quite a few scouts nicked. there. Well, that's the thing. But the way he's drawn it, so uh, Sir Walter de Rue, uh, he was killed, and Sir 
Kinnard de la Dare was killed. Sir Edmund That's Mortimer it. captured. Sir Walter de Whitney killed. And Sir Thomas Clanvo captured. The way he's shown it, he's got their family crest. And if they're dead, he's turned it upside down. And if they're alive, it's the right way up. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I like it. But it was, a, it was a real, real battering for the English, that one. Um, I also like, um, you know, that Kin- Kinnard de la Bare or whatever it yeah. is. He was, uh, it's a, it felt the need in one of these websites to explain to me that he was three times Sheriff of Herefordshire. And <laughs> that just that. conjured up, yeah, <laughs> and that just conjures up memories of me of the Sheriff of Nottingham. Oh, and so I was just, into my mind now, he's like Alan Rickman, going, Alan Jordan with a spoon and all, all that. Oh, I was thinking um, the Sheriff from the Disney one. When oh, yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I might, that film makes me cry whenever Friar Tuck goes, Get out of my church! And he barely bounces him out. He goes, No, no, Father! <laughs> and those little fucking vultures tie it around his gob. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> oh, I yeah, they um Sim- similar feeling to what Kinnard was feeling, I imagine, when he was getting fucking pelted with arrows. Get out of my marshes! Get, get out of my armor, you fucking really horrible <laughs> arrows. arrows. Um his his badge is shit as well. It's just like a it looks like sperm on a blue background with a little wig Who's that Le Bears now? Uh Sir Kinnard de la Dead. Oh, I didn't look at his I did notice the um crap, like you like, Glenn Doer's one is oh, mate. fucking banging. I was just about to say, Glenn Doer's one fucking knocks it out of the park. Yeah. It's like, what is it? It's like a um, a yellow and black lion. Something yeah. like that. Cool as shit. And then there's, um, what's his name? Mortimer's. It's just like a couple of kiddie shapes. It's like crosses <laughs> yeah. and fucking yeah. so Thomas, know, primary so, colours. Well, like a two-year-old could do it. So Thomas Clanvo, he looks like the, again, you won't get this reference, but the Colombian football top uh, and kit and badge. It looks like the Colombian uh, badge. All the other ones are like crosses, checkered, lines, boring. Get a fucking griffin on your badge. Get a Welsh dragon. Like we, yeah. we're, we're not great at lots, but we're fucking banging at flags and badges and nostalgia. Yeah. Flags and badges, that's really where I, you know, and poetry, as Glyn <laughs> Dura would say. <laughs> Dura did. They, uh, he, yeah. he knew what was going on. Can I um, go through? So that's the battle itself. But can we go through some of my key, some of the key talking points if you haven't come with them? Let's already? do it. Um, I saw a photo of the hill. So you know, you see that photo of the the church that's there. There's a photo yeah. of the hill that looks it looks really pretty. And I thought it'd be really fun. It mean you went for a piss up there in a runway mm. play homage to the lads who died there. Because we just get drunk. <laughs> yeah. Just think about how. You know, a few yeah. hundred years ago, well, not a few, quite a few hundred years ago, it was uh, covered in fucking blood and stinking with the the English dead. It was <laughs> yeah. great. Um, and the next one I was going to say, so Reese Geffen, um, he's, I think he's one of the, the leaders of Glendura's army. Mm. Um, and in one of the articles I read, the person writing it, um, I really should name check these people, but I'm incredibly lazy. Um, he describes so Reese Gethin was leading. I think he was leading the uh, the archers who weren't hiding away. So he was on top of the hill. But this is the guy who wrote about him. He went. Uh, he, he described Reese Gethin as the most gifted and courageous of all of England's generals, and that made me think. Oh. Well, one, he clearly fancies Reese Gethin. I was to say, uh, what was he, your boyfriend? Was he? <laughs> exactly. Why don't you marry Reese Gethin if you love Reese yeah. Gethin so much? But secondly, <laughs> because he said you're the most, incorre- most gifted and courageous, 
that made me think he's created a list of all of Glyndor's generals, ranking them on like courage <laughs> yeah. and giftedness. So I was wondering, like, what else did he yeah. rank them on? Who's the most handsomest? Who's, who's got the best gift Sat- of the gab? <laughs> who do I think has got the biggest cock? You know, <laughs> yeah. Who's the best shagger? Yeah, yeah. Who's the, who's the topest shagger? Yeah. Like, everyone like else that. is sitting around a fucking campfire, you know, before battle, <laughs> so sharing war stories. He's writing his fucking list. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, Reese has gone down a peg. Oh no, I yeah. tell you what, Reese is top. Reese is top in this <laughs> no, category. Well, yeah, he's he's not the most courageous. He is the most gifted, but he's a second mm. courageous. But yeah, apparently he was a, a real real hot gun. Real um, hot gun. No, no hot spit, but a hot gun. No. Oh, I should put it out as well. We did mention we're going to do a Dick of the Day segment where we discuss who was who is our villain of the piece or who we think's fucked up. And the most, uh, man of the match as well. And the man of the match. So I'm going to give man of the match to me to quickly interject here to Reese mm. Gethin because I fuck, I'm a sucker for a handsome lead. And uh, Reese Gethin sounds like he played the part there. I thought you said that. I'm going to give man of the match to me. I was like, what, for, for reiterating the story <laughs> well, like, so many years piss. later? Like, I'm dying keep, for a piss now. So, and I've kept keeping it, in. it alive, all right? <laughs> yeah. Also, I, you didn't notice, but because my camera's off, I sneaked to go get a beer whilst you were chatting. So, oh, that uh, is sly. Yeah. I'm just sat here like a mug, like under watch, big brother. Can't, you, can't do anything. Well, for, for people listening, you've, uh, you've got... <laughs> You've got rum in a sippy cup, which is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Well, I don't want to spell it. You know, that <laughs> would be a real travesty. <laughs> you said you'd, you have it in a sippy cup so you don't spill it in bed, which is the yeah. most tragic thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, part of growing up is being self-reflective enough to know your flaws, okay? <laughs> I know that I'm clumsy. And if I don't yeah. have a sippy club, if I have it in the rum glasses, like we were drinking out of the other day, yeah. that's going to go everywhere. They're so wide on <laughs> the top. Go, yeah, that's the problem. They're too wide. Yeah, they're stomping. Too... It's just no. the glasses. <laughs> um, yeah, Amy, just going to... I love the fact that you'd be in bed next to Amy. Just... <laughs> These are not it's also them. quieter. Yeah, well, yeah, fair point. Good. <laughs> We've gone off on a riff here. You know, yeah. We, yeah, let's get back to Owen and his, yes, his merry men. I was going to say, my man of the match... Um, uh, was going to be, I was going to say either the archers, but it's dubious that one because if they were if they were double agents, mm. fucking brilliant. They're like a bunch of little 007s in my yeah. opinion. Great, fantastic. If you're just a bunch of like fucking opportunist cowards, <laughs> I mean, still thanks, cheaters. <laughs> but I don't yeah. know if man of the match is deserved you. So I was going to say an honourable mention to old recent Gwilym Aptidir. Yeah, because. I like to think that really. I know. Um, uh, old, Remind me who OG. Sorry. Remind us who is a Gwilym Re- recent Gwilym Aptidir. You know the ones you mentioned earlier that um, oh, they got the that uh, yeah, they got the that castle by quote trickery. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. I know. Um, OG mm. won a big battle as well to like bolster the troops and put pick up morale. Yeah. But I just loved like the idea that it's like filtered down through all the villages and towns and stuff that they went. Oh, recent Gwilym Aptidir, they, they they got this cast and they went, well, how'd they do it? Trickery. <laughs> Trickery, my boy. Any more info? Yeah. No. Uh, uh, that's what I right. love. I, I, I'm sure I will look that up at one point, but I thought I'm going to save that for, for like a different episode because I didn't click on the link to how their trickery managed yeah. it. I just like, I like the ambiguity of just trickery. <laughs> Actually, I don't think uh, Reese Gethin did lead the archers. This is why we couldn't really call ourselves a history podcast. It's more of a, a guessing podcast. But uh, 
Oh, just go on Wikipedia and sort of interpret <laughs> what we can. I yeah. Don't know. yeah, but that, that's yeah. They're the two brothers. Were they, were they brothers? No, they weren't. They, yeah, I thought they were Reese and Gwilym, and they're both apt. Yeah. Well, this was Reese Gethin, so maybe. No, I fucked that. Sorry, Reese Gethin is in charge of the armors. Reese Aptided is the brother. So that's fair. Were they like cousins or something? I mean, I might have just made that up. I might just no, no, you're right. So Reese Aptided and Will Aptided are brothers. Uh, no, I Reece... mean, um, were, they, were they cousins for of like um, Glendugger or something? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll no, I might have like, made that up. I don't mm. know. Maybe I just like them to be cousins. I like the idea that they're like the fun <laughs> yeah, the cousins family. that used to come around. Well, those two guys. I haven't seen Harry Potter, but I know there's two fucking cousins in that. Oh, well, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that right? There's two, like, ginger cunts? Uh, there's, there's brothers. They're twins, so technically brothers. But, I mean, uh. they've probably got cousins. cousins. <laughs> I thought they were Harry cousins. So. Oh, there's well. so many people in it. There's, there's familial collections. Um, so, yeah, so you're giving it to them. That's a good one. That's a good shout. Yeah, so I've got the traitor archers or the guys mm. that weren't out of the battle. Good, good going for the first episode. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's shit, actually. I I, I yeah. trusted myself with uh, confusing the, the names, but I, I reckon the archers, either way, you're either like, clever or you're fucking opportunistic, and either way... I mean, if, you, if you're going on, you know, who got us the win, man of the match, then, yeah, yeah either way, no matter their reasoning, the archers sort of got it for yeah. us, didn't they? Yeah. All right, dick, dick of the day... Um, my mine's. Do you want to go first on this one? Go on then. Yeah. So I um, this is more um, after the fact, right? Mm. But so Mortimer. Okay. I okay. was going to go Mortimer because he um, for those who don't know, Mortimer becomes an absolute turncoat. So yeah. he gets captured, and the Welsh um secured him in. I think it was Carnarvon Castle. Again, could be completely wrong there. I I watched the documentary. I can't remember which one it was. Anyway. The castle in sort of um, Owen Glendur's backyard, you know, nice and safe. Yeah. And he was like, oh, well, you know, the, the, we'll, we'll do him for ransom and we'll get... As in, they captured him in this battle and they took him to that castle. Yeah, they yeah. took him to that castle and said, look, we're going to we're gonna have him for ransom, fund the effort and everything like that, the re- rebellion. Yeah. And then the English went, nah, don't want to don't wanna pay for you. And also Henry the Fourth. um this suited him quite well because uh, yeah. Mortimer had a yeah, stronger claim to the throne yeah. than actually he did. So this was actually quite convenient for him. And he went, well, I'll just leave you to the Welsh, probably to die, die in captivity, the classic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you're not a threat to my throne or whatever. Turns out Mortimer wasn't too fussed on this. Didn't love it. Didn't love this reply. Yeah. So he said, I'll tell you what, how about I shag your daughter, I? <laughs> and then... I'll marry her too, yeah. decent man. And, yeah. you know, we'll become best went... buds, bosom buddies, and then you can support my sort of claim to England. I'll sort you out, you sort me out. And um, I'm pretty sure that's verbatim as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you, you and guys, I thought he's... you say verbatim, verbatim? Verbatim? What, how, is, how do you say it? Verbatim. Verbatim, is it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, I thought it was a history podcast, <laughs> podcast not a, uh, an English lesson, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the beta, I was going to say, um, 
So if anyone ever says like their relationship is unreconcilable, I'll simply point to Mortimer because he had a literal war with someone, got captured, but was so fucking charming. Like I imagine he's like the medieval Hugh Grant. He's like fumbling around, going, "Oh, I'm sorry, excuse me." <laughs> I could love yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, sort but... of. Uh, the thing is, oh, I'd sort of uh, been <laughs> fucked by my own country. <laughs> sort of, uh, uh, embarrassing. I was wondering what kind of uh, Mario daughter. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, don't no. I don't know quite how to say this, but um, I'm in love <laughs> with your daughter, Tindall. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just, uh, you know, a beaten Englishman uh, standing in front of a Welshman um, asking for his daughter's hand in marriage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Glenn had about ten daughters. Well, he had, I think he had six or something. But he oh, was, man's he, a shagger. He, he is a shagger, and he had what, daughters coming out of the wazoo. He was absolute wazoo mad. He was like one of ten, tenth of my estate. Yeah. Have it, mate. <laughs> yeah, show us your dowry. Um, but yeah, so like you said. Uh, when he was captured, Henry, King of England, was so poor as well. He was really out of pocket. Um, he didn't want to fund it for those reasons, because, like you said, he had a stronger claim to the throne, and uh, old Henry was short on coffers. Uh, so I think it's a good dick of the day for being a little turncoat, but I actually... Yeah, I can't well, help but think, why would I, you know, I feel like Owen well, Gendu should have been a bit smarter, maybe, and like because well, I would be thinking, think. well, if you're such a turncoat for your own country, like, what are you going to do to me? <laughs> I'm playing both sides, and you're uh, shagging my daughter. Like that's already <laughs> too well, much. Well, I think this comes up again. We'll put it on another episode. But mm. um, he does that with everyone he captures. He goes, "Oh, you're captured. Marry the daughter." Because like there's a few people he attacks or gets captured. <laughs> captures even yeah. gives them one of his daughters. He goes, and maybe his daughters were dicks, and that's why it's like a punishment. It's like, oh, you're oh no, I'm thinking what party. it is. I think maybe Owen was fucking dish and a half, and his daughters yeah. were stunners. And then these guys were like, I will die for my country. There's nothing you can do, Owen. Oh, and he goes, damn. Have a look at this. Uh, come in, Wouldn't you? And he goes, yeah. You like this? You like the look of it? Mm. What, what would you, you probably want to shag it, don't you? You're, well, uh, well, yes, uh, yeah, exactly. Right, you're yeah. Welsh now. You're on the Welsh team. <laughs> My dick of the day is slightly different. Um, mm. It's it's out. It's a couple of years later, uh, but it's old Bill Shakespeare, the Bard William Shakespeare. Oh, Bill! Because in Henry the Fourth, he says he, this is a quote from Henry the Fourth. The noble Mortimer, leading the men of Hedefordshire to fight against the wild and irregular Glendower, irregular. was by the rude hand of the Welshman taken, a thousand of his people butchered. So a few things with that. Fuck calling him Glendower to begin with. I know. Like, it's like when people call me Alan instead of Alan. It fucking enrages me. <laughs> so I bet Glendower was so angry that he'd be called Glendower. <laughs> I can imagine someone looking at Bill's bloody work going, oh, you know his name was Glendower, didn't you? Oh, I know. Oh, I, oh, know. I know. In work, right, if someone calls me Alan, I am so petty. So if they call Tim, I'll call him Chinnam. Yeah, I'll say, oh, well, yeah, well, I either mention them on team, so I will fucking deck you when I see you, which is, <laughs> which has that. You and your five artists fucking <laughs> DM, DM me now. Yeah. But also, the, by the rude hand of that Welshman, like, I have a day off, Bill. He was stealing Welsh land, and we're the rude boys for them going back. He came to fight him. Yeah, exactly. He, he squared up to him. bastard. So, I do He's think the, um, rich. Bill's the fucking, your little, that guy's Weasley mate in the pub, isn't it? You know? Yeah. The, the guy starts it, you have a scrap with him and win, and then he goes, oh, you should have seen him, he was <laughs> such a, you gave him a cheap shot, and he was right here. <laughs> Who's the guy in, um, in Beauty and the Beast? Is it Gaston? Who's his little mate? Le, le, oh, I can't think of his name le, now, le yeah. Um, Gaston's the one little fella. 
Yeah, no one's strong on like Gaston. Gaston. Sings a song like Gaston. <laughs> no one has a massive cock <laughs> like, Gaston. like Gaston. Oh, I don't know. So yeah, <laughs> he, he's my dick of the day. Like fucking have a word with yourself. Like Owen's poet was saying how good his Mrs. Bush was. What's I know. Bill doing? I am all for positive poetry. I do not like this negative. Tamed. Build each other up, boys. Instead of tearing each other down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. One life, live it. You know. Yeah. Well, I reckon we we start tidying this up. We've only got a little bit left on the record. I'm fucking dying for a piss. So, um, we, uh, I was going to say we we yeah. did we were going to do a funny fact of the thing. I've only got a very <laughs> really? short one. <laughs> I don't. Know yeah, that. that's, that's what we jotted down in our drunken delirium. <laughs> yeah. What's your funny fact of the day? Oh, I'm getting now because. Fact. I'm getting now because I I looked really hard for this because we put it down. I thought I don't want to let Frank go down, and I can yeah. clearly tell you have not got the funny fact. <laughs> no, so, yeah. but this is a good one, right? Mm. On uh, one of Henry's incursions into into Wales, his punitive incursions, right when he was in mid Wales, mm. uh, the one that got felled by or got sorry quashed by bad weather. Mm. Uh, Henry was in his tent one. Uh, one night after sort of just doing the rounds, bolstering the troops and all that sort of stuff. And the weather was so bad that the top of his tent had filled with water so much that it collapsed on him. Uh, <laughs> and he only survived because, you know, like the, the big royal tents, they're not like shit little pop-ups. They're, yeah. They've got like wood pillars and shit, haven't they? So it fell on him and everything and it would have killed him, but he oh, uh, was in his full plate armour. Uh, no. And as the rumor goes, this is probably you know very um, yeah. a bit of poetic yeah, so. license added to this. But I loved the fact that this little fucking wood beam fell on him after the rain was too heavy, and he went, <laughs> "Oh fuck this! I'm going <laughs> home now. I'm going right, home. Turn back round. We're going back to England. Going to London. I've had enough. <laughs> fucking London. <laughs> yeah. Go back to London. <laughs> yeah. I've never been in London before. That's a funny I, fact. I, I, I just love that. Yeah, he was time. like, "We're gonna fucking smash the Welsh in a bit of yeah. fucking." rain and he was like oh this is shit I'm all miserable and wet <laughs> fucking hate this it's horrible my well, tent's yeah. collapsed now where am I going to sleep <laughs> oh my fucking arm is soaking cold right through <laughs> I love we've both got the same Henry the Fourth voices like, oh fucking hell <laughs> oh fucking hell and it's mostly Richard from the show The Undateables yeah <laughs> oh thank god I'm a fucking armour on eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, on that fun fact, we'll, we'll keep changing the format, I'm sure. But as a <laughs> as a first trial, should we leave it there? And we'll um, I think that sounds a bit yeah, that's yeah. about right. That's we'll all I got. All right, that's all right I got. I'm dying for a piece. Same here. Well, should we catch back up in a second? And we'll say thank yeah. you. Yeah, right, mate. For listening. Oh yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks yeah. for yeah. Yeah, yeah, thanks for. <laughs> <laughs>